Hi, this is Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urquhart, the podcast where I discuss all things that have led me to who I am as a woman to date. With a background in fitness and holistic well-being, I explore how life situations have shaped me along the way. Join me each and every week when I discuss topics and issues that I and other women have encountered along the journey. Each week we'll be discussing topics that have had an impact in the lives of women and how it has helped shape their feminine identity. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Leading With Your Feminine Self with me, Mel Urquhart. Hope you've had a great week, I hope it's been amazing for you. I know we're in the autumn now, it's getting a bit darker earlier. For me, I know it's that season when the polar necks come out, so it's a bit more of a in time. I'm not really going out as much, I'm ready to get ready for the new year we're in November, my goodness, so it's getting ready for 2024 and planning to be bigger and better. And the reason why I say bigger and better, because one of the big things I did this year, as I'm kind of assessing it and getting ready for the new one, is doing this podcast, is taking the step and just trusting the process and just giving it a go. And I encourage everybody to just give whatever they want to do, give it a go. And that comes with a bit of trust, a bit of confidence, and a little bit of just closing your eyes and biting the bullet. So everybody that shared, liked, subscribed this, thank you so very much. It really has helped me and just given me that little extra boost to be proud of myself that I've explored this project that I've been looking to do and wanting to do for some time. Which now leads me on to the topic of this week's episode and that is self-confidence. How do you find your self-confidence? How do you decide that you understand who you are and or more so how did you figure out your self-confidence how did you get to the point where you could stand in yourself lead yourself and be sure of it know who that really was for me that wasn't always the case I didn't actually understand what self-confidence was because I didn't get what it meant for the individual I thought self-confidence was the people outside how people responded to you, how popular you are, how demanding your time was and your energy. That's where I thought you got your self-confidence from. Let me go a bit further. Being younger at college, confidence was everybody wanted to be around you. Everybody requesting to you to be at their events or spending time with you. That was how I believed confidence was was designed you became confident you were perceived as confident because you were popular that was very external now all these things became a part of the whole process it was making sure that you looked good physically so you took care of your body you were dressed to the best your hair was on point your footwear you were the best in every way possible you presented your best foot forward and that would be the representation of you. But again, when that was happening, it all made absolute sense. You you know, being where everyone was, being the it girl in the it crowd, being requested, that was confidence. You were presented to be the person that brought the vibe, had the good energy and people wanted to be around. So it's like, great, here I am. 
living my best life, everything's great, being on top of the world, let's go with it. That was only good until a point. Because when people leave, circumstances change, the events aren't happening anymore, who are you? Who are you defined as? There wasn't much thought about inside. There wasn't much thought about your my qualities. There wasn't much thought about whether I was a nice person or not, or whether I treated people fairly. It didn't matter. There wasn't an issue. So for those who might have known me in my younger days, I could have been a bit of a rich. Could have been a bit of an itch. I was doing what I needed to do, and I didn't care because that was filling my confidence. Whatever it took, I was happy about it. That then led on to me being sociable with drink. I love to go out, love to have a few drinks, life and soul of the party. So that was another layer of what added to my self-confidence. Didn't see an issue with it, just enjoyed the process, right? Living the good life out here. It was only when I'd say when my father passed suddenly, that all those things just didn't matter. It didn't matter where I was invited to go. It didn't matter if I was out or not. It didn't matter how my hair looked or the clothes. It didn't matter because inside, I didn't actually know who I was. Inside, all the things that were outside didn't make me feel good. And I had to pause on that. I had to really stop and look at what mattered. And to be perfectly honest with you, I wasn't sure what that was. I wasn't sure what confidence was because I hadn't taken the time to explore it earlier, which was just how it was. I had to figure out who I was and who was I willing to become now. And this is where my sister was amazing because when my dad passed, I was broken. I was an absolute fragment, I was in pieces, shattered. And I had no regards for how I was living or how I was showing up. I was just getting through the process. I was just moving, I was just surviving. And if I'm being quite honest, I probably went lower down in my self-confidence than getting better because it was really quite a, a dark time for me. So that kind of camouflage of the drinking, of the going out was still there, but it was, I acknowledged, I recognized that it wasn't who I wanted to be, it was just what I was used to doing. And then anything differently would require work and I wasn't able emotionally, spiritually, even physically to do the work. But my sister, my goodness, she was there. She was an example to me of exploring, not perfection, but exploring, being open to seeing and finding out who we are that's what she was doing and she would have these discussions with me helping me to look at what I was going through what was happening in my life we talked about books and she would bring topics to me and subjects to me slowly because she spoon-fed me really well I'm looking back she did an awesome job then led on to books and I never forget the first book where I actually sat down with myself and assessed who I was because beforehand it was just a mental a mental thing I think about it put it down the book that started was the real catalyst on my journey was one day my soul opened up 
by Liana Van Sant. What a book. My goodness. Oh my gosh. It blew my mind. Blew me away. It just... Oh, never before. Never before had I even thought about looking at myself the way this woman had designed it. And if you've done the book or if you've read the book or engaged it in any way, it starts with the basement and looking at where you are right now. So you've got the basement, the ground floor, first, second, third, I believe, and you go to maybe penthouse. And it takes you through a number of days and a number of exercises, assessing, self-reflecting on who you are. And I remember going into the chapter about the basement and thinking, this woman knows me. She really understands. And we always have, there's a book that spoke to me. That book spoke to me. I'm like, how are you watching my life? I don't even know you. It was the beginning. And I began to see where I was and understand that it was okay to be that, be there. Because when you know where you are, you can then take the steps to move forward. And I hadn't actually thought about it like that. I just believed that. This is who I was, and I was just going to keep going on a very monotone progression of life. I didn't really see myself, and I didn't see myself being, doing, or having any better than just existing in, in that time of my life. And that is where I began to define myself and look at my self-confidence authentically from the inside. I had to figure out who I was what I believed to be self-confidence to some degree was just people-pleasing. That was disbelief because the representations of self-confidence that I saw around me, I was like, I was just doing what everybody else was. I thought that's what it was. I had to begin again. I had to begin a love affair with myself. I had to learn to like myself even when I disliked myself. I had to learn forgiveness of myself and give myself time to hurt and be okay with that give myself time to process the different experiences I'd had to that point in my life. It was just fantastic. However, it required work. It required a commitment to myself. It required a responsibility and ownership of what I wanted to do next. And through beginning that work, I began to realise I had to own my strengths and my weaknesses and be able to identify them so I could then work on them and give myself the best opportunity to have a better life without being dramatic. That was the truth. That was where I was. I didn't know what was the good things about me. I didn't know what the not so good things are about me so that I could make the changes to be better. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that from that book, I was on the road forever because life still was life and I still had hill and valley moments along the way of course that would be that'll be denial but what I do have to acknowledge is that that was the beginning of finding out what my self-confidence looked like to me what I was prepared to stand for and understanding that not everybody was going to like me not everybody was going to like when I said no and I had a responsibility to myself to say no because it may not have served me and putting myself first without fear or doubt. And if anybody had an issue with that, I had to say, okay, that's fine. You're not gonna like everything that I do, but it's what I need to do. And learning to do that from a space of love and respect, not only for the person, but my first and foremost for me. And that took work. 
And like I said, it was a journey. So now I have to realise, what does it look like for me? For me right now, it looks like being honest, being truthful to who I am and understanding that I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea and I'm not meant to. I'm not meant to because I'm only one cup, you know. That has come about through a lot of self-reflection and assessment, which is the beautiful thing about life because we change and that's how it's meant to be. You're not going to be the same person today that you were five years ago. And if you are, maybe that's a sign or indication that you could be denying yourself a better version of you. It could be time to maybe reflect upon a certain part of you or maybe different areas of you that you might want to improve for your life. And also something that really helped me was having a SWOT analysis. I don't know if you've heard of that before, but let me just explain briefly what it is. It's an SWOT analysis. So the S is for your strengths, the W is for your weaknesses, the O is for your opportunities, and the T is for your threats. And you would fill that in and then you would ask somebody who knows you closely. So it could be a family member, it could be someone that you work with, it could be like a really good friend to do that for you. And I remember I did this a number of years ago and I did it maybe a few years ago as well. And it was amazing the two difference of people that were being described. It then showed me that how I choose to show up in the world can take time. But once you're committed to being that person, you will eventually show up in the world the way you want to. And the beautiful thing is, we can all think we show up in the world a certain type of way, but it's only the people in the world who engage with you will be probably a good indicator of how true to form that is. And that was quite a vulnerable thing to do. Definitely a vulnerable thing to do and the most rewarding because ultimately the relationships that we have with people are going to be our testament to who we are as humans. What does my self-confidence look like today? Whoo, <laughs> way different from where it was a few years ago. Firstly, I can say that I've taken away my crutch of drink, which was a, a crutch that I had for years to define how engaged I was. I didn't actually need it, but I felt that I did. I know that I can trust myself to be honest about my truth, even if it's not always liked or appreciated. I can say that I'm learning to be more authentic and brave about how I want to show up. Again, that's okay. I'm happy with that. And also understanding that I can enhance myself, but I don't have to change myself in order to progress through life. That was a big one for me. And I also feel that I've learned to not take things personally and understand that everyone is going through their own journey and it's not about me. So therefore I can respectfully decline and I can respectfully see people and love them where they are. And how I choose to deal with that is on me, but it's also my responsibility to know where that boundary is so I can ensure that I can then keep moving forward to the way that I need to. And also being loving to myself to say, do you know what, Mel? I like you, you know. I actually appreciate the person that you are today and acknowledge the work that you've done to be who you are. I like me. Has it been smooth? I can honestly say I like the person I see in the mirror. 
and good, bad, or different, that's my girl. <laughs> this week, I want to encourage all of you to look at the areas of yourself, the areas that you feel you could be more confident in. And even if you haven't had one before or done one before, I would look at a SWOT analysis. Just check it out. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What do you trust about yourself to be sure about? And do you have a positive view of who you are? I'd be really intrigued to hear back from you. But until next time, take care of yourself and speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Leading With Your Feminine Self. I've been your host, Mel Urquhart. Please stay tuned and subscribe to wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook, all under Gardener Self. If you have any questions, please leave them in the comments and I'll look to add them into future episodes. Be sure to follow and leave a review on Apple or Spotify. This podcast was a production of Garden of Self and was produced by The Podcast Boutique.